Now the shotgun start in golf is full of mathematics. Um, there's a lot of a lot of setup work that we have to do in order to make a tournament work. So I'm going to demonstrate to you just exactly how we do a shotgun start here. And here we go. All right, all right, all right. Gentlemen, start your Greetings and welcome to a Friday edition of the Shotgun Start. It is September 22nd. Andy, how we doing? Brendan, we're doing all right. You know, uh, nothing like setting an early alarm and having your daughter wake you up before it, you know, super uh-huh. early to catch some Solheim Cup and then just intermittently be up and up and down, up and down at the, at the early hours of the morning. <laughs> Was your daughter eager to watch Solheim Cup? Is that why she was awake, or did she just want to watch Bluey or something? No, she was just okay. she was just playing a game. She was just she would laugh just every time you. I came in. Yeah, <laughs> so, I'm I'm cold. You know, she's got ten blankets on her. There's no way she could be possibly be cold. <laughs> and I, she's she yells, Dad. <laughs> I come in, she in starts morning. laughing, you know, so <laughs> that's what I was dealing with this morning. Just, Intermittently, I was watching the Solheim Cup. Um, I got to say. Uh-oh. When you say I got to what, say. What's going on with the music on the first tee? What's going uh, on with the first? Like, it, can we only show the first hole when we, when we get the well, group shots? That's a it's disaster. Like, we start, ball. We start yeah. these matches. It's like, all right, we're yeah. going to do the hardest thing. We're going to start a story, and then we're just not going to pay attention to them for a, fo- a few holes. I was like, all of a sudden, they finally showed Roseng and, and Megan Kang on the third hole, and I'm like, oh, thank you. I, I was wondering what was going on in these matches. They just, and it's just dead time. It's like yes, walking around the putt, no stalking the putt. It's like, can't we go to the second hole or the third hole? This is we're talking about four ball now, where four balls are in play naturally, and it's just the only universe that exists is the first hole. That's the only thing uh, for this uh, for this second session. Can I, I don't just, buy, can go I, ahead. Can I make a proclamation here? The yeah. first hole atmosphere. This goes for the Ryder Cup, the Solheim Cup has completely jumped the shark. It has become way <laughs> too right. much. Has become way too All much right. of the coverage. That we don't that's, actually see the matches. True. That is fair. The it's, it's the same thing. Yeah. It's the same thing with the Ryder Cup. It's they hold on the first hole. It's like they have to show every first tee shot. And it's like, you know what, guys? Like, this doesn't really matter that much. Like, I'd rather see important approach shots or birdie putts of other holes than a first tee shot. Albeit, I'm, I will say, <laughs> this is an awesome first hole. You're into it, this two, whatever, 60 down well, the hill uh, deal. Yeah, you see yeah. these like... Water short. I don't know, the first match of, of the of the afternoon session, Zhang. Uh, Zhang and Kang both put it on, and, and Dryberg is just laying up. It's like, wait. And I, I, she might not be able one. to make the carry, all right? But you can't lay up to that but, pin because you can't hit it within 15 feet and they got 25 footers for Eagle. But even if you can't make the carry, wouldn't you just try to sling one down there? Like kind of as far as you can out to the right. I forget how much it, I know it pinches, but I don't you know. know. Push it, it up there. Uh, you can't, uh, if you can reach that green to the pin that was this afternoon, there's, you cannot lay up. You cannot in any conceivable <clears throat> way lay up because you're laying up to a spot that you can't hit it within. Like you have to hit it. In yeah. a like two foot radius to keep it anywhere near that hole. Front pin running away from you. Yeah. And you're wedging it down there. Um, yeah. I, I think I that, that's an important distinction you had. I'm okay with the first hole. The coverage of the first hole is the issue. As if nothing else exists. Um, the, the, we have gotten a little overcooked on this whole deal of everybody being in the stands at five in the morning. Uh, the music I'm fine with. I'm totally like the like people making I mean, comments about make, their can't make music. Fun of Lo- you can't make fun of Liv for the music and then say yeah. this is awesome. 
I'm just I'm just putting that I want to put that out there. My my favorite part of it was the DJ, you know, whatever his name is, um DJ spins or whatever <laughs> is uh like that ball there's barely contact made before he's turning that dial back up to 100. Like it's barely through impact. I mean, what was not even on the follow through and that guy is turning the volume all the way back up to 100. Incredible reflexes on that. Um Fastest I've, we've seen Carlotta Saganda move this year is dancing to that to the house music they had going this morning. It's not that's the fastest she's moved. Uh, she's now out in the afternoon. USA, she's, we should know she's two up. Yeah, providing a little Spanish. Uh, I feel like I feel like pro- that was a big mistake not putting out the hometown uh, uh, hero out in the first session. Maybe would have given a little spunk. US <clears throat> up four zip. Just dominant, dominant morning. Big mistake might be, uh, you know, s- captain's pick of someone you're not going to play. Carolyn Headwall, just totally <laughs> just sitting, benched, parked. 121st in the world or whatever she is, completely parked on the bench well, for the first day. And that may be the decision on, you have to make on. once you're down 4 nothing. You're like, yeah, we got to switch things up. Hold what? on. We would, we would be, maybe she just doesn't have it. Maybe she's Phil... Phil and uh at uh like golf where he just didn't have it. Everybody knew that he didn't have it, yet he still went out for three or four matches. Maybe Headwall's Phil. Maybe she's got the quacks or something. She's got. Or the maybe, maybe this is the and uh, sort of the homage to a past Swedish player who sat the first two days and then came out literally machine gunning the green Yarmo Sandlin <laughs> at Brookline. Maybe that's what she's going to park her on the bench for two days. Come you out in singles. And start machine gunning with their putter, whoever her opponent may be. I did. Uh, I recorded our uh, Ryder Cup preview pod for Friday for the Friday Golf Podcast <laughs> with uh, Trevor Immelman yesterday. Yeah. yeah, and he was he brought up Brookline and how Yarmo sat. Yet he did not remember that he was machine gunning. I was the one that brought up the machine gun, and he he was like, "Wait, no, that didn't happen there." And oh, I was yeah. like, Phil. "Oh yeah, Phil, did. right? Yeah, yeah. I think it was Phil's ball, and yes, oh yeah." Uh, and Coltart, so three guys sat all yes. sessions: Coltart, Vandeveld, <coughs> and Yarmo. Right, right. Didn't see the course until Sunday. I mean, all, in, in comp- they drew those three: drew Phil, Tiger, and Davis Love the Third. Uh, and Sunday yes, cycles. Right. Right. It was like <laughs> none of them, none of them made it past 16. <laughs> as the US needed points, like desperate for some singles points to rack up. And yes, yep. Uh that's our flashback Friday. Okay. US uh, leads for Trevor Go ahead. made a good point though. He's like, what? if you were gonna if you had no faith in those people, those are exactly the, the competitors you wanted right. them to face. That's fair. Sacrificial lambs. Might as well throw them to the wolves on that one. Uh, so Headwall, Headwall might be the sacrificial lamp against who would who you, you put, say? I mean, who would you? God, it's they gotta all look be like Vu. She's yeah, number but she one. Didn't even play. Who cares? They're, they're, they're talking I, about they I'm, can't go five. I'm, I mean, I'm just all this Monday morning quarterbacking <laughs> about it's sending like, Lexi first and, yeah. and some of the pairings and yeah. Like what? What is going on? What is what is going on in the in the what world? What do you mean? Well, that's our industry. That's where we're here. We're here to Monday morning quarterback, and we're going to hold Zash's feet to the fire next week on it. <laughs> this is literally what are you, are you castigating our own livelihood here? I just, I don't know. I think this is, I think this is silly. I think like, I think Zatch is in a completely different ballpark where like he's got these buddy group picks established from all. Everything I've gleaned, <laughs> Stacy Lewis is like formulating pairings pairing with data stats driven. and, and yeah. yes. And like, you know, it's not like she has the Corda sisters that is like an auto send out that you could question. She she's putting together pairings and like strategizing on how to put this out and everybody oh, I can't believe Rose Jag's sitting out. Like, well, maybe she's got a plan. Let's just, you know, meanwhile, like comparatively, Zatch Suzanne. has like, oh, yeah, yeah. Zatch has like four pairings that are set in stone that are going nice. out together no matter what. And that's where you might be able to poke holes because those guys are friends. Like, yes, maybe. this is like this. I what don't of know. my 
favorite lines from the morning. I was up early. I watched the foursomes, the second half of the foursomes. I wasn't there at 2 a.m. I was there at 4 or whatever. My favorite line while we're on the subject of relationship pairings was someone said, oh, well, in the four ball, it looks like it's going to be, you know, uh, Captain Lewis is responding to relationship, uh, natural relationship uh, pairings, putting Cup Show and Corpus together. Like that's a pre-existing thing. Good vibes. Because the caddy for Corpus is Cup Show's husband. I was like, that is the biggest reach. And I got to be honest, <laughs> if Stacey Lewis is making a pairing based on fake Jay Monahan or real Jay Monahan, whatever you call him. That's insane. There's no way. I, that's just broadcast speculation. There's no way Stacey Lewis is making a pairing because one caddy is the other's husband. That's That just cannot be. I, I'm sure there are other reasons that one is added on as like a topping to why she made that pairing. But that cracked me up when I heard that during foursomes. Oh, well, the caddy. It's the husband. They got to play together. Um, they're 4-0. 4-0 U.S. First time ever, I believe, in any cup match. We're talking Ryder Cup. We're talking Solheim Cup. Uh, I don't think Walker Cup does like this, you know, exact facsimile of, of four match for uh, foursomes. Um, but alternate shot, U.S. sweeps the board, wipes them out uh, on Friday morning. Uh, Europe down bad. I mean, you had some Charlie Hall who I guess barely made it to the first tee on time. Everybody was anxious. Suzanne Pedersen was asking, where is she? I don't think she was hitting the first shot, but uh, she was late to the first tee. They barely get to the back nine. I mean, that match was over at the turn. Uh, Allie Ewing and Cheyenne Knight win five and four for the first point over Emily Christine Peterson and uh, Charlie Hall. Peterson, another one of those, I don't know if it's controversial, but she was you know, pretty far down. She's like 120th in the world rankings, captain's choice. Um, you have uh, Lexi Thompson and uh, Megan Kane beating this Swedish uh, duo, this 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 big, powerful Swedish duo we were all supposed to fear. They take them out early in the first match, Maha Stark and Lynn Grant. Uh, this was back and forth. They went up three, three, uh, three up uh, through the first three holes, gets to even. And then I got to say, Lexi kind of in the crosshairs has not played well. She putted amazing. She was clutch putting down the stretch. I was kind of really happy for her. Really happy for her. I, I think, you know, word leaked that her strokes gained practice was off the charts, which seems like an, a, an insane sort of argument to make or exhibit to use. Strokes gained practice. I think I just, I have some questions about that, but she drilled this putt on 15 that kind of put him back up and that was that and and really happy quite honestly for Lexi you don't expect her to necessarily do it with the putter but it was one of those like so far outside the range that maybe it didn't make you like have to think about it so it just That's went what in I think, I and think that was it's it just, if if Lexi could set herself up outside of five feet I think the the worst thing you can do with Lexi is set her inside five feet that's yeah. that you're a little bit more free stroke right but yep. uh, yeah, that's it. maybe this will rejuvenate Lexi, you know? <clears throat> Danielle Kane, Andrea Lee beat Celine Boutier and Georgia Hall, which has to be kind of a killer because that's like, I those are two. Did you hear them. about the Danielle Kang uh, club club controversy? No, the, I hadn't seen that. The great, the great lengths, it. the great lengths that, that a certain manufacturer, t- uh, you know, let, let media let media let, let media know all the lengths that they were going to go to get her to the clubs this billion dollar organization makes billions of dollars uh, <laughs> they were going they were going to fly somebody they're going to fly somebody pro- from england to spain what a, <laughs> what a sacrifice well danielle kane had her club she was reunited with them hasn't played her best recently but her and andrea lee hold off celine boutier georgia hall who are really good i mean that's that's a killer to europe you need boutier winning points um nelly corda allison corpus beat leona mcguire and anna nordqvist but not for lack of effort mcguire is such uh, she's such a dog. I mean, and I mean that in a very positive way. Like she's just bombing in putts when this match was just begging to end, just cry, like forcing, literally forcing Corpus to hold the last putt on eighteen. It looked like it was over on sixteen and seventeen. Uh, McGuire is like she could be the nicest, scary. you know, human being in the world. <laughs> like, yeah, 
the way the her whole general aesthetic in these team matches is just like intimidating. Like, yep. There's just yep. something about the doesn't whole, crush it. But yeah, she like, would just yep. hate to play her. Yep. So I found honestly, I found Corpus to maybe be the most impressive in the morning. Just like those do you six think, footers, do you think seven Leona footers. They needed. Like Pat Bev. I think she's probably more talented than Pet Bev. Come on, Pet Bev is like a fringe role player at this point. Get out of here. Didn't she win four points the I last just, Solheim Cup? I was thinking about Come somebody on. you'd hate to play against. Oh, okay. All right. Yeah, sure. Something like that. Minka Fitzpatrick, maybe. Just taking people out left and right. I don't know. You wouldn't want to play against him. Uh, Corpus was nails. Just like the putts you don't want anyone, like six, seven footers. Just making them to... Did Baker Fitzpatrick take out uh, Chubb? Chubb, yes, yes. There's a oh, big drama a... back and forth on that. I you want to play? I see. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I see the. I see where yeah. the. I. Yeah. I just. Uh, I hadn't put two and two together. I put that's it in fine. my head. You know. That's fine. Uh, <laughs> I was like, wait amusing. a second. That was just a. That was just a cheap shot at Steelers Random. fans. <laughs> it was. That was. That was exactly what it was. Um, which they should be familiar with watching their team every week. Um, oh, God. Just uh, um, pouring it on here. My favorite stat or amusing stat. I think Hall and Pedersen went out in 45. I think <laughs> that's right. I, I could be. I don't. You know, the math gets a little sketchy with all Wait, shot and concessions and stuff. But was that was Charlie my favorite. Hall at the range? Just not. Yes. Not, okay. Yes. She like ran up on the first tee at the. Yeah. She wasn't like you know swimming okay. in the pool or on the beach or whatever. All yes, right. I she, wasn't. I wasn't sure. You know. Yeah. They, apparently, she lost track of time in the range. Allegedly, could have been something else. Who knows? But all right. They, I love went, that they went, they went out four, in forty four six four. So they're two over. Three really over eight, through. I think three over through over. five. Uh, four over through six. Six over through eight, eight over through nine, eight over through nine on the card. Who knows 44. if that <laughs> the concessions were? <laughs> That's on the card. There, yes. there had to be some concessions yes. here. Yes, that was my favorite bit of the morning. So that was, a, yeah. <laughs> Ali Uni, Cheyenne Knight, kind of a nice way to ease yourself into alt shot there. And I mean, there were some great matches. Laney, uh, Kane and Lee, I think were like two or three under an alt shot. So that they went out and beat Boutier. So a, a good opening session. Broadcast, I didn't think was great. And I think this I... may be a European thing. The cameras were terrible. The sound was like off and on. Like the sound, like I was down in my house. I didn't want to wake up my kids. So I got the sound not super high. I'm already deaf in one ear. So, you know, I'm the disaster audibly. But They'd go to like cockroll. You couldn't hear anything. You could like the sound was up. The levels far be it from us to criticize levels. I'm not critiquing like we're all over the place, but you couldn't hear anything. And then like the cameras were just a mess. Jump into like random caddy shots when you want to see the players. Go ahead. If I was going to change anything about team competitions, I would go all out shot all the time. The four, the (laughs) four ball, the four ball is just so slow. It's just it's, so it's unnecessarily brutal. slow. It's brutal. It's, it's brutal. awful. I mean, like, yeah. I got up at four, and it, it, they had played, like, three holes in an hour. Yeah. Yep. One, uh, one thing that also amused me, apparently, like, the Americans are right at home because these are Bermuda greens. You got all of Europe, the entire continent of Europe to choose from. And I don't know if this is a big deal, but they're like, oh, this is just plays right into America's hands. These are Bermuda greens are immediately comfortable on this Bermuda, just loving life, loving it. And it's zero adjustment. I don't know if that's a massive advantage, but um, these women all play, you know, primarily the same tour at this point. But yes, uh, they found the Bermuda greens in Europe. And I don't know, this is apparently an easy transition for the U.S. All right. Anything else on Solheim Cup, your early morning viewing? Um, no, I'm, I'm, I'm pumped to lock in for the weekend and, uh, I don't know. I can't wait to do some Monday morning quarterbacking ourselves. As of right now, it's, you know, we're early in four ball. Looks like, you know, two, two are being led by the U S two. You think this is going to be a drubbing or the Europeans going to make a charge? It's kind of hard to spot any team for nothing. You know, it seems like this is uh, the U.S. is going to win the cup. 
I'll say that. I don't know if it's going to be a drubbing, but the U.S. is going to win the cup. Stop the stop the uh, three in a row chatter. So, do you project a drubbing? What are your models saying? What are what are your forecasts saying? I mean, this is this is. I've watched like two hours in and out. I mean, at one point, I was laying on the floor in my daughter's room trying to get her to go to sleep, saying, "I'll I'll sleep in here." So, like you know, this is this is a very uninformed take here, but. The uh, I will say uh, I'm not going to act like an expert. I'm I'm going to say European <laughs> make this close. <laughs> Listen, I'm not an expert on women's golf. All right. <laughs> you, you, yeah. Yep. Yep. I don't think I'm uh, an expert on anything. To be any golf. No, we're not experts and, on and, anything, anything in life. Anything at all. Right. <laughs> right. It's, yeah. Yep. What I am an expert on, though. Is feeling comfortable and looking good in my B-Dratty clothes. You, hey, do you see what I got on right now? No. I mean, I can see it. It's I got, a little I got grainy. A big, I got a big box of big uh, box. just showed up. I, You know, I did an unboxing video the other day. People want more. People want more unboxings. I got some text from the, about that saying, were you trying to like mimic Xander with that unboxing? Well, they said, you know what? Said, like people where did you have a gun to your head? They, someone paid you $500 to do it. And you're like, this is my unboxing or something. Like <laughs> Let that. me tell you something. I was asked. I, um, I did an unboxing video because of the great lengths that that, that person went through to get me that bottle. And they asked for an unboxing video. I mean, it got rerouted like six times. I wasn't ever home. The guys tried to send me a bottle of bourbon and I need a side for it. I wasn't home for like a month and a half. He sent it to the wrong address. He's asked. All he asked for was an unboxing. You know, he asked for the unboxing. He didn't repost it. Maybe he didn't like my unboxing. Maybe he didn't like like the I style. I had a lot of zip to it. I, I thought know. it did have a lot of zip. Okay. <laughs> All right. But you got, are you doing an unboxing for whatever you have on from bdratty.com? Bdratty? I might do it. I got a lot right. of stuff. They just, this, this box of clothes just showed up. I mean, it was, it's amazing. It's, you know, it's, it's becoming fall. I just got a box of clothes, but I got the, I think it's the cool hoodie. I think that's KOL, the cool hoodie. That's the I saw Zach Blair give that rave reviews on his Instagram story. It's, it's a delightful. New, new item. It's okay. delightful. I I, I really like it. It's uh it's jumping to the top of the list. I you know, I had it you know, I had this early wake up. I set all the clothes out so I got out of the room as quick as possible. You know, I set the clothes out in the and living that room. Didn't matter. This is all the morning routine. I had it just sitting there ready to go. It was it, you know, I was looking through, I was like, "Up, oh, this is this is what's going on." So they got a bunch of new stuff. Um, another one that I got is this. Uh, I got a new a, a new Proctor hoodie, um, which has the uh, it's the blue and white striped one. Love that new colorway. It's just a little bit different than just being a solid. I'm a big solid guy. I you know I'm not I'm not really I don't go outside the lines very much. But this this one you don't I go like on any that. lines just solid no lines apparently. There you go. Oh, I don't know. I, I I'm wearing a gray T-shirt and a black. Uh, you know, <laughs> pretty you pretty not 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 much going on right now. So, <laughs> um, I would recommend the everyday vest, Dratty Sport. Every, I'm playing golf this afternoon. It's gonna be like sixty-five, seventy. They sent me a gray one, or it's asphalt. I guess is the more proper term for it. I didn't think I would like it. Quite honestly, it didn't look like my color. You you complimented me when I saw it. I, I didn't take much stock in that, but you complimented me. I wore I've been wearing this all I I I love it. I didn't expect it to be I, I highly recommend it, quite honestly. I'm surprised it's very comfortable, great looks, looks good with everything. I'm gonna wear that for golf this afternoon. This weekend though. Oh boy. Zerorestriction.com. SGS thirty. It's gonna be pissing all weekend. Uh so if you need waterproofs, go there. But after today. I'm going with my everyday vest. Go to bdratty.com. Use the promo code SGS30. Thank you for their support. We're going to be up with them next week. Uh, they've they've kind of enabled us to do so much over the years. So uh, please support them uh, as they continue on their 10-year journey. All right. I just, I just got tagged in. It's a little course intel from, uh, from Big Randy, who's on the grounds. Oh, gosh. One uh, last nugget here. Love it. The seventh hole at Finca Cordeson is so bad it's great. Severely slanted fairway, 
from left to right. Players aim for the left rough. The ball hits and kicks right and tumbles down to the low area while hoping the fairway grab it before the right <laughs> rough. It almost always doesn't. It's a great example of an architect not actually asking a question, but just sta- plainly stating a fact. You'll be hitting an iron from the rough. <laughs> this course looks like a it's very scenic catastrophe, if that makes sense. It's it's, you know who the architect is? No, because Judy Rankin wouldn't even say him by name. He goes, it's the same arc on the broadcast. Same architect at our major Evian championship. That's, I don't know name. his name either. Oh, that's that's what you're going to say? I love the yeah. earlier comment from, uh, I think it was Terry Gannon. It was like, it almost looks like no one's ever played out here before. <laughs> but he's supposed to be complimenting the conditioning. There being no divots. It's like no one's ever played out here. It seems like they probably get 10 rounds a day. I don't know where, what this thing's all about. It's in a resort area. I feel like I would love to go on a vacation there. Yes. Totally. Um, it seems, but I don't think I would, I, it would be a vacation where I wouldn't play any golf. Right. I like I don't mind those vacations. That's good. That's good. Uh so that's your Solheim Cup date. Uh you news. Go ahead. You know, we chose uh our honeymoon location because there's no, there was no golf on the island. I remember you saying that. Yeah. Well, there's one golf course that I didn't really have an interest in playing. Ironically, <laughs> when we were stuck there because of a hurricane, I got an email from the manager of said golf course. Sure. But now there's a golf course there, and I feel like it's disrupting uh, disrupting the uh, ethos of the island, being a destination yeah. where you don't have to worry about playing golf. Oh, no. Oh, interesting. Interesting. I got to go to Myrtle Beach in two weeks, and I don't want to play golf then, but it seems like that's all you can do. It's a, a neighborhood dad's 50th thing. I would just rather fish or something. You can't find out. the... Can't find what? the... Uh, oh, here. Cabell, Cable Robinson. Oh, Yeah. Got a Cabell? crazy mustache. He's a mustachioed man. Cabell, I would say, probably. Cabell? Yeah. Yeah. Cabell Robinson. <laughs> He's got a crazy mustache. I think someone dropped that in Slack earlier this oh, week. Man. All right. News. We have the Ryder Cup press conference schedule out, and it seems to basically tell us the pairings that you're talking about. Uh, here is the group of there's four no, for the there's U.S. There's no sleight of hand. I know. He's just I telegraphing know. this. S- signaling. Yeah. I Your it press co- Now, what? like, I'm not... Uh, you want to talk about Monday morning quarterbacking. Let's let's get into it. What do you got? What do you got? This is allowing the Europeans to... Like, Trevor was on this pod. I don't want to spoil everything. He yeah, was like, on. I was 99.5% certain that Justin Thomas was going off first in signals. He's like, I'm uh. almost certain that JT and Spieth will go off first, first session. It's like this coming week. Yeah. It's, yep. You know, you're, you're giving the Europeans the opportunity to set lineups and put like understand, like I get, I would guess that Zach John, maybe they want to dictate the terms of engagement, right? Maybe that's the, maybe that's their strategy, right. but it doesn't seem like it's smart. Like if I was, you know, the bears might be doing this. The bears might be doing this. The worst Bears are a disaster. Frickin' franchise. Maybe the NFL. Maybe. What a disaster. But anyway. <laughs> it doesn't seem like it's like you want to hand out. If, if you're the going to play somewhere, you don't give them the script, the play script, what you're running the first 10 plays. All right. That's the only. That's it the seems only- like the, the U.S. team's doing that. Yeah, by contrast, Europeans are having two press conferences with six players each. This one is three with four, and they're so natural. It's so obvious. We have Cantley, Shoffley, Spieth, and Thomas. They're your parents. Wyndham, Ricky, Homa, Morikawa. I would say there's two Oklahoma State guys and two, two Cal, Cal guys. guys. Yep. Um, Burns, Harmon, Kepka, Scheffler. Not in order, but Burns and Scheffler, Harmon and Kepka. Like that's where we're going. That's like it's done, done and dusted. And there may be some changes based on format from four ball to foursomes, but that seems to be where we're going. Uh, so Meanwhile, yeah. to me, I was looking at the Europeans. I could see some cross pods between those six. 
Yeah. Oh, yeah. I, I don't think there's any rhyme or reason to the press conference schedule, right? I mean, what is the justification for setting them up there together? What they're more comfortable asking answering questions because they're with their partner? Like, there's no, there's no real justification for having them do it together. Listen, maybe maybe the U.S. is going like pure alpha move. We're we're gonna we're gonna show you exactly what we're running. And you can't stop it. Yeah. It's interesting. So that's out and that's coming. There'll be many more tea leaves. I don't think there's any more tea leaves to read for the U.S. side, but based on, you know, practice rounds and stuff next week. Um, Other news. The year of Blocky rolls on. Michael Block wins the Southern California PGA at Sherwood. Greatest win in Sherwood history. Notable champions, Tiger Woods, Zatch, Michael Block. Uh, at Sherwood, and he will be playing in the PGA Tour event at uh, whatever, Bob Hope, the Amex, Palm Springs. Uh, Joseph Lamagna, friend of the program, stats guru, said, a chipping and putting, a short game and putting fest. Blocky is already in contention at the Amex, because given his uh, strong suit. So Blocky rolls on. He's also in the PGA commercial uh, next week that's going to be running. And I mean, good on the PGA. They have a bona fide superstar from the ranks. They're going to milk that for all it's, all it's worth. Uh, I just, the guy, as you said, last pod or two pods, he's never leaving us. He's back. It's just going to be a constant feed of block news. Um, the PGA of America responds to Stacey Lewis's comments about, you know, failing to capitalize on, you know, this, this back of, uh, same year consecutive week cup events. Um, they said, we are enthusiastic supporters of the U.S. Solheim Cup team are promoting the Solheim Cup in a number of ways. For starters, we are creating digital assets and collaborating with our friends at the LPGA on our social media channels. For the first time, we produced a U.S. Ryder Cup team video in which the players and our captain expressed their support for the Solheim Cup team. You know, I wouldn't throw a parade for that, you know, turning the phone on for 10 seconds and having Xander drone on, go USA, we are cheering for you. But uh, it was it was fine. I, I, You know, to push back, well, they also added, while scheduling logistic challenges precluded some other joint activations, the PGA of America will help raise awareness in a meaningful way through our digital and social media efforts. I think having them back-to-back makes this even harder, quite honestly. Yes. I just, that's, I get that it's cool and unique, I think but it's, it's hard worse. for the PGA to do anything or the players They're or busy. caddies or whatever. Yeah, the players could They're maybe attend it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, yeah. well, I, I, like, I don't, <laughs> again, I don't, <laughs> is the Solheim Cup who can't update their, their website going to be producing things to promote the Ryder Cup? We just got a tweet that the European roster is still 404ing as we're recording this, that the, <laughs> that the roster is still error paging out. So, I don't think that, you know, um, that, but this is a, uh, I agree that having them back to back is like the worst thing that could happen. For like major cross promotion or yes. having like, like for NBA major players. Cross promotion for media coverage at a great, like, I think the one of the tough things like golf media, it, it's a difficult thing. Like you, you put two massive events like back to back. What how, is, is someone just supposed to just depart from their family for 20 days or the resources uh, like golf channel, which you talked about, or I, I don't know. I'm not throwing a parade for them either. They're crying poor for them. It's just, it makes it more challenging logistically. So, yeah, I mean, like um, one of the one of the reasons that tennis gets so much coverage for both men and women is the tournaments are happening at the same place at the same time where everybody is. Right. 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 Like it makes it more <clears throat> difficult when they're, you know, happening two weeks of, uh, in consecutive weeks in different locations. Yep. Yep. Uh, last but not least on news, there was a Ryder Cup press conference yesterday or a, a media conference. And Paul Azinger, always, you know, ready to give a take, you know, loves pressure. He's great analyst, you know, just doesn't shy pressure away from cooker. doesn't shy. Yeah. We had some restaurant recommendations. Azinger's pressure cooker or everything's pressure cooked. 
Uh, what else? We have Miguel Angel Jimenez. Booth. We had a bunch of, of player. We're gonna have to do a full like full on segment some other time. But Azinger for Fratelli's dollar menu. <laughs> Azinger asked to give her his opinion on Phil Mickelson being a future captain. Said, "Well, that's another question I'd rather not answer. I'm going to stay away from it." I'm hired to call live golf, and I love calling live golf. When it comes to opinion about what we are about to see, that's my job, and I'm going to stick to it. I mean, I think it's kind of his job to give his analysis and opinion on, he's a of former, all things, he's the a Ryder, former Cup. Ryder Cup yes, captain. He's, like, he's the de facto you know, Ryder Cup authority that people want to hear from all the time. He made his bones on doing that. And now he's like, I'm going to, it's not my job. I mean, it's like, it's literally your job. I think I can't believe you didn't comment on it. Even even some sort of it could have been an answer. Empty. Yes, yes. I couldn't believe that when I read it. Anyway, I just was surprised. Azinger's a you know, he's a take meister, take master. All right, let's go golf advice. Is SGS, he a take master? I mean, I didn't say they're good or bad. I just said he's a take master. He's throwing takes out there. Um, let's go to golf advice. You, you send the email to sgsgolfadvice at gmail.com. Inbox is filling up. It's full. It's all, you know, but we are getting through them. We mark them, even if they're months old, or if you want to bump them, like you're an annoying PR person, you know, just circling back on this, want to bump this to the top of the inbox. No, but we go through it. We keep it fresh. Uh, Keep sending them. So many good ones. Uh, Let's get to it. Let me jump first. This is from, uh, he probably wants to remain anonymous. Fellas, I feel, oh, this is someone who gave us some Tosti tips, set us on the Tosti uh, trail early on before that all blew up. I need advice. I got invited by a friend to play in a fundraiser scramble. The friend who invited me says his brother is the host. I'm pretty decent mid-am. My friend introduces his brother, the host, to me on the range by saying, you got to see this guy hit the ball. They're older guys. I'm 29, one kid, no fights. I hit my driver and immediately the brother says, I can hit it that far and shakes my hand and laughs. I think, oh, he's a funny guy. This will be fun. We find out the first hole, we are group B, and the other brother, this host, is group A. So we're behind him the whole round. First hole, this overly competitive brother hits a drive and screams, boom, and looks back at me menacingly. Does a Kirk Cousins, you like that? (laughs) It was a poofy 260-yard fade. Not bad for his age, but I hit it like 300, 310. Again, this is a mid-amp. I was starting to think he wasn't joking. Maybe he actually thinks he's hitting it farther than me. <laughs> he starts getting competitive and realizes we only have three players and we are told that one of us can just hit two. This is a scramble uh, because, you know, you're using the fourth person's shot. I hit two balls and drive the green on the 320-yard opener. And he screams, oh, so you brought a cheater to his brother in my group. The guy proceeds to do some absolutely criminal things for the host of a charity scramble. He continuously calls us cheaters. He yells as loud as he can and boos from behind the green or next tee box before I hit multiple shots trying to mess me up. Uh, I came up short on part three and he says, wah, 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 and fake cries. <laughs> I stuck a wedge to three feet and he yells, mine was closer. On one part three, he tees up a ball from the green and hits back at us on the tee box. <laughs> Granted, it stayed short, but what the hell? What a I was thinking of... He goes, I was thinking I might change my fighting status for this clown. All right. I love that. The final straw was on the last hole, 350-yard par four. My drive ended up 10 yards short of the green. I smoked it. We drive up to the green. He's sort of ignoring us because he found out in the last hole we were beating them by four shots. I walked to my ball and he yells out, not even look at me. Oh, you think you're good? Well, I'll play you for a thousand a hole. This guy, according to his brother, is a four handicap. I'm a plus one. And I say back, sure, but do I have to give you strokes? He peels out angrily and goes in and tells everyone we cheated as he announces the prizes, which we won, but I felt conflicted because of the three-person thing. He proceeds to call everyone cheaters, even the random closest to the pins and long drives, as well as my dad who got the closest to the pin, <laughs> which sure, maybe he's just having fun but joke and joking, but seconds later, I won a $300 putter and a ticket raffle, and he called me a cheater for winning a <laughs> random raffle. He invited me to play a match at his private club. I've actually been wanting to play, but honestly, I never want to see this man again in my life. Also, do I have to clarify with my friend that his brother is a massive D-bag? What do I do? Should we have turned down the prize because we only had three? All right. Take these in order. Um, Do not accept this man's invitation to his club that even (laughs) though you want to see. Absolutely not. 
Do I have to clarify with your, your friend, the brother, that he's, yes, you have to tell his brother, you have to tell his mother if she's still alive, his father if he's still alive, and every man, everyone this person knows that you have in common, this guy's a D-bag. You are within your rights to tell everyone you know about this. This wasn't a one-strike, two-strike, three-strike deal. This guy is awful, and you are well within your rights to ring your bell around the town and proclaim that like Billy Ho. I think you are completely fine telling the brother that. It's totally out of line behavior. Not one comment, not two comments. It's a full day. Guy's terrible. You're allowed to say that. Should you have turned down the prize because you only had three? I don't, quite honestly, I don't give a shit. This this gets into the, the, the sort of machinations of a scramble. I think you can take it. Just take it. You're a mid-am, you're a plus one, and on many holes, you're taking two of the four shots. Ah, I mean, you're going to have an advantage. It's a charity event. Yeah, yeah. I don't think you I know you everybody it wants Just to go it. win. You Just know? take it, though. But who cares? Just take it. It's fine. <laughs> All right. But yes, when someone acts this way, you are well within your rights to proclaim that they are a D-bag. I bet that guy was tired at the end of the charity round. Taking two cuts every tee shot. <laughs> yeah. People don't realize how, how much of a burden that is. Yeah. 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 Um, I, I was, my kid's school one, it was like, I, I bought a foursome last minute. And for a while, there was going to be only me and KVV. I couldn't find third, because it was literally like the day before. I was like, we're going to hate ourselves and literally be able to not be able to walk if we have to take two shots each going all the way in. That would have been a catastrophe. I was barely stumbling up the last hole. All right. Uh, you got one for us? Golf advice? Yeah. Yeah, I got one. I got one. I th- something about a man right. in the woods or something like that? Man emerges from the woods to interrupt our golf game. Okay. Would love your... Uh, I'm 27, recently married, not looking to fight. I was playing a casual nine holes after work at a course near uh, Minneapolis with a friend of mine who doesn't golf much. It's a decent public facility. It has a regulation course and a nine hole par three course. I'm sure a lot of Minneapolis people will know what this is. Uh, We were playing the par three course that day. It's not that crowded and we know exactly which group is in front of us. On the fourth hole, my friend is about to tee off when I stop him because I see a man emerging from the woods right of the hole with three clubs in hand. This guy was maybe 60 years old, wearing an interesting outfit that looked like a mismatching tracksuit, and he was definitely not part of the groups in front of us. He drops, <laughs> he drops a ball about halfway between us and the hole and begins oh my to God. play out the hole. As if we're not there, we let out a short yell and wave to let him know that someone was on the tee box, but he seemed to completely ignore us. When he finished the hole... He went back into the woods instead of going to the next hole. We shrugged and continued playing while observing what a strange occurrence that was. But he wasn't done. Two holes later, we hear a commotion over by the same fourth hole. When we look, there's our woods man standing with three clubs in hand being confronted by a woman who is about 50 and who is potentially looking to fight. Because she was in this guy's face yelling at him. Uh What do you think you're doing? You can't just cut in front of people. Did you have a tea time and other things like that? The guy just turned around and walked back into the woods. Crazy situation aside, my question is, if someone blatantly cuts in front (coughs) of you on the course, when when do you call them out on it? I didn't really, it didn't really affect our round because we weren't in a rush. So we just let it slide and it was actually entertaining to watch. But the other woman definitely did not let it slide. Just as a, here's a PS my friend realized later in the round that he left his pitching wedge on that fourth hole. We went back and it wasn't there and it never turned up in the pro shop. Our guess is that our guy returned to the woods with four clubs instead of three. <laughs> the man of the woods. I love this. Um, so when is it okay to start really saying something you're irritated when people jump in front of you? This happens, I don't know, probably more often at private clubs where a member just jumps on a cart and runs out, wants to play some amount of holes at night or something like that. I I don't know. It's, it's hard to jam it in on a public course, but unless you're in the woods, I guess. Um, as our (coughs) listeners often write, they're not interested in fighting and, 
I think the first instance, you kind of, you feel the situation like, ah, what's going on here? What's this all about? Nothing. You don't say anything first time. These people didn't seem too interested in like rushing from, so like if you're not interested and it's casual and it didn't really affect your round, but maybe for one or two instances, I don't think you say anything. Now, if it starts to become, if it literally cut in front of you, you wait and then you wait on the next hole. I think you're within your rights to say it by probably the second or probably the third instance is where you are, you are affected by this in some way. That's when you start looking. Now, you know, this social media, this viral video, the guy ripping his shirt off and screaming at somebody, it's, it, there's a lot of, there's a lot of nuts out there these days. So I would proceed cautiously, especially given the circumstance of this man apparently, you know, taking up residence in the woods. I would proceed with caution if you're, uh, you know, going to confront someone on the golf course these days and you're not interested in fighting. Yeah, I, you know, one of my pet peeves is when somebody cuts in front of you and then immediately slows you down. This happens. Oh, yeah, that's a like, that's a, not a pet peeve. That's a crime of act of war. Yeah. I like love like everybody every golfer thinks they're the fastest golfer. Like every golfer is right. like, oh, I'm gonna get in front of this <laughs> and it's like right. you rarely <laughs> rarely is that the case, you know? Right, right. Um so I, I think um it depends on the sitting. It depends on uh, setting situation. If you are um at a a public facility, I agree with what Brendan said about what uh like the you know the aptitude to fight, right? Like you, yeah. you don't want there's just a lot of nut jobs out there in the world. And if you don't want to fight, this is just some this is just a, a, the nature of public golf. Um separate if you're at your club and this happens, I think you're much more in the lines to say something. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Like oh yeah. That's an easy drive drive your car if you're in your cart, drive your cart up, say, Hey, hey Tom, I don't know if you saw, but I'm I'm playing. You give them one shot to get the hell out of the way. Yeah. You give them like, one one strike. Yeah. I, I think yeah. that is like I, I know that you were trying to get ahead of something. Well, you've you've disrupted my my day. And I don't appreciate that. Yep. You know, politely, obviously. But I think if it's a club, if it's a confined area where people's reputations are on the line, they deserve a little popping. They deserve, and you're you're well within your right to do so. Um, so, anyways, that's my advice. Depending on I where like it that. is, this is a public course. This guy's coming out of the woods. I don't I don't want anything to do with this guy. <laughs> it didn't seem like he dramatically affected the round either. Um, I think I, want- I think they took the right approach. They're just laughing about it because yeah. this is just like an absurd thing that happens. With, yeah. When you play public golf, I mean, right. right. I um, used to I play got... a golf course in the city that there would be people sleeping on the course, and like you know, sure. Sure. you'd play and you know you'd walk by and and you just had you could all you could do is like laugh, like you know there was yeah. there's a course I you know I used to play in the city that if you hit if you hit your ball by the fence there was a good chance that some kids were going to run over and and steal the ball and try and sell it back to you and you know <laughs> that's great. That's hilarious. You couldn't get yeah. mad about it. You just right. had to, you know, there's right. a, you got to chalk it up to the game, you know? Yeah. Game's game. Um, I got my own golf advice question for you right now. It just came to mind. So everybody thinks they're the fastest player in the world. When sometimes this can, in my opinion, spiral out of control, little rare, but have you ever played with a player who's like too fast? And oh, what yeah. do you do to handle? Like, I was like, Jesus, Jimmy, like, chill out, man. Like, we're moving. Like, stop. He's not Speedy Gonzalez here. Like, chill out. Like, we're barely playing I, golf at this point. And how do you handle I, that? I've got a good story about that. <laughs> this is right. At, this is after the the Monday after the uh, of, after the U.S. Open at uh, at Pebble Beach. Okay. I had, I had been, uh, you know. World's smallest violin. I had to play 36 holes. It was like one of the greatest 36 hole combos of all time. I was there for one of those. Um, Pretty good. And uh, and the afternoon round was at a hilly course. (laughs) And it was with, and I say this, I I as as somebody who prides themselves on, on pace of play, I say this with like 
pure like envy at this pace at which these individuals played golf. They were they were remarkable. I mean, we're not done teeing off, and one of them's fifty yards ahead. Yeah, and I'm I'm like I, I'm at the end of a really long week. I had already walked eighteen holes in the morning, and we're climbing up this hill on the back nine, and I'm just I'm just gassed. I'm completely utterly spent like cannot like yeah. I, it, it's at this point taking a toll i'm like struggling to like be able to swing because i'm trying to keep up with these guys yep right. i'm like running up a hill yeah trying to keep up and it was just like you know what guys like you knew i was I, i'm on a whole 30 <laughs> i don't need this in my life <laughs> i just i need a breather and it was like I was running around the golf course. It was awesome. We played five some. We played super fast. But at the time and circumstance, it was the last thing I needed. There are those instances though where like the guy is hitting the shot while like moving, and and like it's just like I don't want to play slow. I need to be under four hours and all that. And I I, I love the speed. I'm usually probably pushing the pace. But occasionally there's this guy who's just had too much caffeine or something, you know, like one of those kind, kinds of people. And I don't know what the strategy is there to like, slow, like you're not even, you're barely even playing anymore. It's just like, are we just trying to walk around here in an hour and a half or do we want to like try to play golf? It's an interesting dilemma. Um, all right. Let's I do one, one more. I got to do one more because it's it's timely. Eh, no, we'll do it next Friday. We'll do it next Friday. It's, it's timely for the Ryder Cup. But Are that we does it for this. Do golf advice on Friday? Well, we may not. I guess I don't know. We may not. This person had uh, he's going to the Ryder Cup and he wanted advice on how to cheer for the U.S. without annoying the Europeans. He's thirty-two. Is that, is that the 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 whole email? Yes, thirty-two. Oh, well, you know with, what I love about this email? Yeah, Bre- brevity. Oh yeah. 32, first kid on the way, definitely not interested in fighting, is going to the Ryder Cup, the whole wants to support the U.S. Getting in a fight. And not a dickish way, wants to support the U.S. Any I mean, advice? How, would, how would you recommend a Bears fan going to the dog pound in, in, in December? I don't think <laughs> I can support my team right now. It's such a disaster over There's there. a lot going on there. I feel a lot going on. A lot going on. Yeah. Not great. FBI raids and things of that like that. I don't, I don't know. Um, first of all, people need to chill the hell out. I think a lot of people who listen to this program are not the ones wailing away in the stands at NFL games. I would think that our audience not doesn't fall into that bucket. But come on, people, let's get our shit together. Guy at the Patriots game died in a fight. It's not the Niners game. People like come on. Let's get our shit together. Even if you're hammered, I know this, like, you know, you get into dust-ups you don't expect. But I would think the Italy crowd is going to be fairly benign. Yes. Right? It's Not a looking golf to fight. Crowd. It's a golf <laughs> crowd. Right. Right. This is right. not, you're not going into, you know, the Raiders stadium. I think you can wear American-themed motif attire and cheer. I just think you can. But, don't be antagonistic. Don't antagonize those around you. Don't, you know, chirp the, uh, you know, cheer for bad things when they happen to Europe. Just cheer for good things that happen to the U.S. And I wouldn't be like, you know, I would clap and shout a thing or two. You don't need to bellow out tons of stuff, right? I, I think it's probably easy to avoid a fight and not be a dick while rooting for the U.S. in Italy. So, All right. You have anything you want to add? Are we good? We're done. With yeah, I just, just. Be respectful. Nobody's going to get in a fight with a respectful human. <laughs> what? Like, at the end of the day, like, I don't know. I don't know if there's ever a story of somebody getting in a fight because they're a fan of the other team without antagonizing themselves, right? Maybe. Yeah, maybe. I, yeah. Sometimes you just get a drunk. Maybe. I, I don't know. Those NFL f- crowds have some real sort of derelicts in there. So, um, do you All think right, I should? A- we should go with the Browns. Uh, the Bears fans should go go full Browns and start to wear the paper bags over their heads. No, it's week two. But what? I, I, have for- a, I have a. I don't have a golf advice question. I have an NFL advice question. I'm a Bears fan. 
What do I do with this? Watch situation? college football. Watch red zone. You get. You hope you get the first and second pick or something high. Two two top five picks, and you enjoy. And then, and then there's a entire administration change. Uh, I no, I don't the, think so. Should the Bears be forced to sell the team? Should the McCaskies be forced to sh- sell the team? Like Daniel well, Snyder. Have we gotten to that point yet? Well, I've got plenty of history with this. That's sometimes not always the right thing. I, I remember when the Lerner family, finally, at long last, <laughs> Randy Lerner, the son who didn't want to own an NFL football team, wanted to play soccer and stuff, finally sold his team to Jimmy Haslam, who immediately was under FBI investigation. There's been 15 years of disaster. I remember I rejoicing. And I'm not suggesting Commanders fans, you know, don't count their chickens before that. But I have even trauma from that. Unloading the unwanted owner, and then it's worse. So I don't know. I, I don't think, yeah, that's ideally it's an option you should go for. Um, but enjoy the emotional detachment from Sundays. Enjoy it, I think. Or like not having to really get invested and care until maybe next year when you have another new quarterback. There was so much you know. enthusiasm. There's so much enthusiasm this year. And this is just a this is this is relevant to golf because this is you know the thing golf does is it always toys with your expectations. Right. When you go in with expectations, you come out disappointed. <laughs> what did I think? This is I. I'm on a group t- text chain. These are all Chicago sports fans, and and we have a disaster, disaster of of a sports situation right now. And it it is readily agreed upon that the Bears are the worst franchise in Chicago sports. That's bad. That's not good. This includes the Cubs, the White Sox, the Blackhawks, who just had a a sexual, like a a sexual harassment scandal. And the Bears are the worst franchise of all of them. Minute 57. Where on the where on the realm of implausible justifications is taking time away f- to focus on my health and family on week <laughs> two of a Wednesday in September is that implausible? You just guy just wanted to focus on his health on a Wednesday in September as reasons was, for resigning. I mean, like as a, a fan that's fairly. I mean, I feel like I've been super busy lately. I'm not like yeah. like super locked in, but I'm locked in. On Sunday, Iberflus is just calling the plays. Defense, right? Yeah. Yeah. And and I loved Ben Solak, the article I referenced. I, I read through it because I, I hate my team right now. It was yeah. like a hate yeah. read. Yep. He made a great point. What What is Iberflus providing? He's a, apparently a defensive guru. This team finished 32nd. In the deep in the advanced metrics of, of NFL teams last year, early oh. in this season, they're 26. What Baker. what purpose? And meanwhile, his entire house is on fire. His quarterback's talking about how the coaching isn't helping him. Then he's having to come out the next day and clarify his comments, do fake little hugs like it's Patrick Reed. He's he's walking around practice like Patrick Reed doing little like shenanigans to show he does he he has no hard feelings. What's going on? The the entire organization, the entire coaching staff has to go. Oh, you're t- <laughs> they're like they're like nineteen games into their uh, tenure. I I do you I see? Do you see like the, the stats about go. Fields and Mahomes? N- uh, no, I don't think so. It's the quarter. They're playing this week. It's the quarterback oh God. Oh with the God. best winning percentage ever against the quarterback with the worst sure. winning percentage ever. Sure. God, I'll tell you, I've experienced every twist and turn of, of disaster over the last twenty years. Like every kind of circus that you can envision, circus act. This is this is up there. It's and it's so early. Usually, it's December when all this kind of nonsense goes on. But this is early. Early it's just see. This whole this, this whole thing with the defensive coordinator, they can't comment on it. Obviously, by the fact that the polls and the coach can't comment on it, there's something bad going on. He's just wanting to take more time with his family. <laughs> I don't, I don't, think, I don't know what you're talking about. All right, everyone, enjoy your weekends, even if you're a Bears fan, and get out there and enjoy it. 
Uh, have a good time. Watch the Solheim Cup. We'll be back Monday to talk about that and get juiced up for Ryder Cup. Thanks for your continued support.